Hi, I'm Amira Khalid, and I'm the creator and host of Inspiring UA Women, the one and only podcast focused on female leaders in the United Arab Emirates. In my show, I will be interviewing and shining the spotlight on a diverse group of female leaders in the UAE and hopefully inspire women in the region with their success stories. Thank you so much, everyone, for tuning in. I hope you enjoy listening to my podcast. And if you do, please subscribe and leave your comments and ratings on iTunes. You can also follow the podcast on social media, as well as email me to get in touch. Details will be in the episode description. I am very excited to introduce my guest today. It is none other than Zahra Lari. Zahra is the UAE and the MENA region's first international competitive figure skater and a five-time UAE national champion. Zahra impacted change in the judging guidelines within the International Skating Union for the acceptance of female athletes competing with the hijab and not receiving score deductions, as well as being recognized by the International Skating Union for her achievements in bringing the UAE and the region onto the international stage for this sport. I could go on and on about her many accomplishments and awards, but without further ado, Thank you so much for being on my show, Zahra. It is an absolute pleasure and privilege to have you. Zahra, my first and obvious question is, how did your interest in figure skating come about? Well, thank you for having me today. I'm super excited to be here with you. I'd say 11, close to 12 years old. Um, I watched the movie Ice Princess. Actually, it's a funny story because we weren't supposed to watch Ice Princess. So we went to the movie theater and we were supposed to watch another movie. And um, it was my brother and my mom and I. And my brother, of course, was not happy. But then the only thing showing was Ice Princess. So we actually, it was a coincidence and we went and watched it. And I literally, it was love at first sight. I really enjoyed watching the sport. It's what started my whole journey, I would say. You are the first UA national female professional figure skater and the first international figure skater to compete in a hijab. Tell us about your journey and experience competing internationally. Um, well, my first competition, I would say, is it was just national here in UAE. It was actually in Dubai, and I got first place. It was very unexpected. It was my first competition. I started to train more, and there was actually a summer camp one year, and we had a coach come in from abroad, from Romania, and she came, and she actually talked to my coach, and she said that I'm very talented, and I should continue and work hard, and I'd be able to compete internationally the next year. So for me, I was really shocked that she said that it motivated me actually to work really hard and in 2012 I did my first competition and I think it was the first time they ever saw someone I would say from UAE and someone that is covered on the ice so it was very different for them to see but I just went out there I did what I know what I trained to do and I just had fun of course I didn't win the competition I started late so I did pretty good and um, we had media coverage coming from truly all over the world so at that moment I realized oh I'm different I think I just made history so it was an eye-opener and I was around I would say around 16 yeah that was my first competition internationally which was in Italy but then after that of course I did so many other international competitions and well until COVID hit I actually was competing internationally. Growing up, did you look up to any women in sports or figure skating? 
Well, growing up, not really. I didn't really have an inspiring person that I looked like I was looking up to because I was very young. I really just focused on having fun and playing outside and enjoying life. And I wasn't really focused on competitive sport, like really intense sport. And, and also with figure skating, I had no background about it. I had zero background. I didn't know anything about it. I didn't know the sport existed <laughs> until I watched the movie Ice Princess. So I would say in the field of figure skating, not really. And even just in sport in general, I would say I was young, so I didn't really have someone that I was looking up to. Female athletes such as the Norwegian volleyball team at the sports Euro 2021 tournament and Simone Biles at the Tokyo Olympics made headlines globally. What are your thoughts on that, as well as the Tokyo Olympics, which took place under extraordinary circumstances last year due to the COVID-19 pandemic? Yeah, this Olympics, I think it was very interesting. First of all, due to COVID, it was postponed. And I think all the athletes were a bit frustrated, of course, because you're training four years. That's a long time training four years when you think it's really hard as an athlete. Also, like I understand them. Um, I know what they're going through. It's not easy at all. I'm just preparing for, for a small international competition and it's exhausting. So I can't imagine preparing for the Olympics. Once the Olympics did happen to see all the different changes, it was actually very inspiring. We saw so many teens talking about their own rights to wear what they want, talking more about mental health of athletes that people don't really know about. When you say, um, oh yeah, me as an athlete, I need to see a sports psychologist. They're like, a uh, sports psychologist. They're not aware of all of that. Because as athletes, it's a lot of mental, actually more than physical. Because once you reach a certain level, your body knows what to do. It's just your mind. You need to really control your mind. So I think this Olympics really taught people all over the world so many lessons and so many things. It's about time time for people to know about all these things and for people to be aware about mental health for people to know that in a certain sport if for example even in figure skating I can wear which I'm very lucky because the International Skating Union allowed me to wear it and they didn't say anything about how my costume is but in some sports it, it makes a difference they're not allowed to wear more modest clothes they're not allowed to wear a certain type of clothing so I think it, it was good to hear their voice that they can um, that women want to for example wear more modest clothes and they have the right to wear more modest clothes so um, I think this Tokyo Olympics changed a lot of mindsets and I really hope it makes a big difference in sport in general. Zahra, how important is female representation in sports and how do you feel being the face of figure skating in the region? Well, of course, I'm extremely proud to be the face of figure skating in UAE. And I think, to be honest, at the beginning, of course, you do competitions and you just enjoy and have fun. And after a certain time, once you get better in a higher level, it's a lot of pressure on you as an athlete. And I think for me now, it's it's way beyond competition. It's way beyond just getting medals. It's more about sending the message. And it's more about inspiring the younger generations, whether it's in the UAE, whether it's anywhere in the world, just inspiring Muslim girls to be able to do any sport they wish to do, even if they look different. It's okay to look different. It's okay to be unique. So I'm really proud that I'm able to hold that platform to be able to inspire the younger generations, to be able to influence them. And um, it's not just me, it's so many other I see females as well trying to send out that message. So I think it's a really good thing. What do you think is the biggest barrier in driving the visibility of women's sports in the region? Have you seen any changes happen in the region in terms of promoting gender equity within sports? If so, what are some notable improvements? 
yeah, definitely. If you see the change, even like in the past year, in the past two years, it's absolutely amazing how fast it's changing. I think it's because maybe women are using their voices more. It's changing pretty quick. For example, I would say here, here in the UAE, I mean, before, if you go like two years back, if you go to the male's gym, it's super packed. If you go to the female's gym, it's completely empty. And today, if you go to the female's gym, it's actually a bit more packed than the male's gym. So, I mean, that itself sends out a message that things are changing and they're changing pretty quick. And it's a good change. It's not a bad change. It's a very good change. It makes me feel good. Like as a person, just looking, it makes me feel happy. It makes me feel good because the whole mentality is changing. And I think it's also really nice to see here, especially here in UAE, the men are really supporting the females. It's not just female supporting female. It's the leadership really supporting female in the field of sport, business, any field you can think about. And it's really nice seeing males supporting females. They're really supporting them. They're really encouraging them. They're really telling them that it's okay for you to be doing this. So I think for me, that is the main change that I noticed. And I think it's it's exciting to see what the future holds, especially for females. The improvement is actually huge. It's huge when you look back and you look today. I would say the only thing that I think um, could also improve, it is improving, but could also improve. In the field of sport, the light needs to shine on all the sports. Some sports have a bit less focus on, some sports have a lot of focus on. We have really talented athletes here in the UAE. A lot of individual athletes that are doing so many triathlons or doing so many sports that I think need to get a bit more attention on. That that would be my only thing to say about improvement. Zahra, earlier you mentioned the role that leadership and male allies are playing in bringing women forward. Do you think male athletes as well can help drive more visibility towards women's sports? Yeah, definitely. I think in any sport, I mean, to see, I always try to say this, I mean, females need to support females. But if you imagine females supporting females and also males supporting females, that will, it's a huge step forward for males here in the UAE. Everyone is supporting females, <laughs> not in the field of sports only. I mean, now you see female ministers, you see in anything you can imagine, there's always a female in it. That itself says a lot about UAE, about the leadership, about how they're supporting women, how they're giving women their rights. That itself says a lot about here in the UAE. Zahra, where do you see figure skating and women in sports 10 years from now? Oh, well, 10 years from now, that's a long time. It can improve so much, I think, in 10 years. I mean, I've been doing the sport now 13 years, and the, the change here in UAE has been... I was the first, now we have a national team. So I think in 10 years, my hope is to see a whole national team going to the Winter Olympics in the sport of figure skating. We're getting there step by step. <laughs> no country goes immediately to the Olympics, of course. Well, we open our own uh, club, Emirates Skating Club, and our main goal is to bring the top level coaches here in the UAE. Um, we have our main national teams training with us and we're trying to really focus on setting a plan um, in order to see the sport grow and also get some ideas, advices from people from other countries that have done this before, helping us to see how we can reach that goal. How can we take a national team to the Winter Olympics? So far, no one from UAE has even gone to the Winter Olympics. So I think that would be my main goal. That's my main focus at the moment, actually. I'm really working hard with the club, see how we can do that, how we can make that happen. My last question to you is, Zahra, what advice would you give to a young girl who is just starting off in sports? Uh, my advice would be to, first of all, you have to really love it. Make sure you have the passion. If you have the passion, you'll have the drive and you'll definitely succeed. Really love what you're doing and give it your all. 
every single practice every single day give it 100% give 110% and if you do that I promise you you will succeed but you really have to work hard you have to really love it you have to enjoy it and you have to have a good support team around you for me that would be my advice and of course go after your dreams and don't let anything stop you and if you fall 10 times get up every single time and just don't give up Thank you so much for being on the Inspiring UA Woman podcast, Zahara. It was a pleasure having you. And thank you so much. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Inspiring UA Women podcast. Women make up 40% of sports athletes. However, as of 2020, they continue to receive only 4% of the total sports media coverage in print and broadcast. According to the Women's Sports Foundation in the United States, male athletes receive US dollar 179 million more in athletic scholarships every year than female athletes. Additionally, colleges spend only 24% of their athletic budgets on female sports, as well as just 16% of recruiting budgets and 33% of scholarship budgets on female athletes. According to a BBC sports survey, up to 83% of sports now offer the same amount of prize money for both male and female athletes. But in the 17% that don't, the difference runs into the millions. Annually, boys get 1.13 million more sporting opportunities than girls. Only 4% of the total commercial investment in sport goes into women's sport, despite a 2018 Nielsen report revealing that 84% of general sports fans have an interest in women's sports. When it comes to women's sports, tennis is by far the most lucrative sport for female athletes. In the Forbes 2021 Top 50 Highest Paid Athletes list, there are only two women, Naomi Osaka sitting at number 12 and Serena Williams sitting at number 28. Clearly, there is a lot of room for improvement and growth, but female athletes like Zahra are challenging the status quo every day and leading the charge for change. As always, if you enjoy listening to my podcast, consider subscribing and leaving your comments and ratings on iTunes. I'll see you all in the next episode. Thank you.